This follows the blog titled Is the Law Done Away With? The reason for linking the two is because the idea is coming from one of Paul's letter that was misunderstood by many preachers. Unfortunately, they have gotten many confused, misguided, and believe that the law is done away with while Paul himself was a law keeper. Paul believed in the law of the prophets or should I say the Torah. I have come across many Christians including some pastors that I was unfortunate to be under believe that Gentiles don't need to keep Yah's, God, commandments or the law. I've had this man argue that Yahusha, whom they called Jesus, took eight of the commandments away from the law and left only two. While Yahusha said that he didn't come to destroy the law or Torah. Matthew 5 17-18 Think not that I am come to destroy the Torah or the prophets, I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one yod or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the Torah, till all be fulfilled. But wait a minute, Gentiles don't have to keep the commandments? Were the commandments only for the children of Israel? Where do pastors get it from? Let me understand this correctly, Gentiles want to partake in the promised, but they don't want to put in the work? You see when you are in darkness you say and do stupid stuff. The funny thing is, the Gentiles back in the days after Yahusha's death got it, but it seems to be just Gentiles today who think they can get to the kingdom by grace only. Don't need to keep the law, do whatever they want and boom they're in the kingdom as long they have the pastor pray for them and say the sinner's prayer. Unfortunately, the sinner's prayer is nowhere in Bible. It's another trick of the matrix, but that's another subject. Therefore, the question still remains where do preachers get their message from? Because they can't prove it in the Bible nor is anywhere in the Bible Yahusha or the twelve or should I say eleven of the disciples say that the law is done away with. That's why it is imperative that you study for yourself. Don't just believe everything someone tells you. That's the majority of the church now a day forsaken the Sabbath. You find pastors saying to their followers that they can choose any days to observe the Sabbath while Yahuwah, God, gave clear instructions on what day it must be kept. They are telling people tithes is 10% of your income when scriptures are telling you that the tithes have nothing to do with money, it's food. Besides of that, only Levites were allowed to collect tithes, food, who were Aaron descendant. There are so many things that pastors are preaching that are the opposite of what the Bible says. I mean, I can go on and on. Which brings me to this verse in Matthew 7 17-20 Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? 1 Timothy 4 1-2 Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits, and doctrines of devils. Speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, granted we are in the latter days, and that is exactly what is going on in church. When the mother of all church changed the Sabbath day from Saturday to Sunday, not many churches rejected it. Matter of fact, Every church follow right along except for the seven days Adventist who still keeps the Sabbath. But wait, didn't Yah said do not add or remove from his commandments? Revelation 22 18-19 For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, Yah shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book, and if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, Yah shall take away his part out of the book of life, and out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. So, to say the law is done away with they must not be familiar with the above verse. I remember, I made that statement before and it is that there is no excuse for being ignorant concerning the Bible. You can't throw that curve ball that you didn't know. It is not going to cut it. Everyone has access to the Bible whether on paper or electronically. You can't tell Yah, God, when you arrive at the judgment seat that you didn't understand that no one explained it to you. James 1 5 If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of Yah, 
that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Jeremiah 29:13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I guess this is when I say my cliché. If you don't give about hell and you are comfortable in the matrix by all means just take the blue pill. However, for those of you who long to get out of the matrix, take the red pill and let's see how deep the rabbit hole goes. Here we go. So, it was Paul against the law. Let's go to Acts 21 18-30. I'm just going to the verses one by one. Verses 18-19 Paul while in Jerusalem met with the brethren and was telling them the things Yahuwah, God, had wrought among the Gentiles by His ministry. When the brethren heard it they glorified Yah, God, and said to Paul how thousands of Jews there are which believe, are zealous of the law. The accusation comes in verse 21 and they informed of thee, that thou teachest all the Jews which are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, saying that they ought not to circumcise their children, neither to walk after the customs. I need you to pay attention to the above verse and see why it's important. Here is showing that some of the Jews are accusing Paul of teaching them to forsake the law. Now, if what pastors are preaching that the law is done away with Paul here should back it up. As we continue, it will be either one of the two. Paul is either confused, or pastors are lying about the law is done away with. Now, the accusation again was that he was teaching the Jews to forsake the law and commands and brought the Gentiles to the temple which was forbidden. The brethren are telling Paul that they have four men who have a vow on them. Verse 24 Them take, and purify thyself with them, and be at charges with them that they may shave their heads, and all may know that those things, whereof they were informed concerning thee, are nothing, but that thou thyself also walkest orderly, and keepest the law. Paul had the choice that if in fact that he believed that the law was done away with that was his moment to tell the brethren that he was not going to go through with the purification, right? This is the time where Paul would confirm Romans 10 9 that all we need to do to be saved is confess with our mouth Adonai Yahusha, Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that Yah has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. But no, Paul didn't because he knew better about the law. He respects the highest in Matthew 5 17-18. Verse 26 Then Paul took the men, and the next day purifying himself with them entered into the temple, to signify the accomplishment of the days of purification, until that an offering should be offered for every one of them. Reference for sacrifice offering is in number 6. So, ask yourself this, was Paul preaching the law is done away with because this verse says otherwise. If you go to Acts 24 1-14 Paul was brought to the high priest to defend it himself read it. However, I want you to see what Paul said in reverse 14 but this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the Yah of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and in the prophets. Are you still convinced that Paul was telling people in Romans 10 9 the law is done away with? Don't get caught up in the matrix and its tricks because it is leading you straight to damnation. Get out while you can. So, if you continue reading in Acts 25 1-27 it's telling you that Paul was on trial, and it gets better, but you need to read it for yourself. I will say again that's why it is important to use Isaiah 28 9-10 precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Do not use one verse and run with it. This is serious people. Philippians 2 12 Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. I hope this is helpful to you and with that note Shalem. Ecclesiastes 12 13-14 Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter, Fear Yah, and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For Yah shall bring every work into judgment, with every secret thing, whether it be good, or whether it be evil.